You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Around the Table with Brenda Harkins. That's me. And this is a place where real people like me and you just gather our courage to share the real and raw stories that have shaped us. Those stories that shape our convictions and influence our choices. You may not agree with all the perspectives you hear, but here's the beautiful thing. Around the table, understanding does not require agreement. So pull up a chair, enjoy the journey with us here around the table. Welcome to Roundtable Talks, where we share the stories that shape us. And I'm going to share with you a story that happened back in 2016. I have a lot of stories that have shaped me, and I'll be sharing those along with other people sharing theirs. But I want to share this particular one that happened that has shaped really the trajectory that I'm on right now. So back in 2016, those of you who remember the presidential election between Trump and Clinton probably remember that those times were a little tense, right? It was a tense time, tense time between people, you know, our relationships with people that had different views started to um, get uncomfortable. And uh, I think that was a turning point uh, Somehow I look back to 2016 and I see that as a turning point for when things got more difficult to discuss um, differences of opinion. It just got harder. They became a more significant dividing line between us and them. And that's... um, that's a problem. That's a problem in our society. So my story, this was about two weeks before the Clinton and Trump elections. And I was at a dinner with some business associates. We didn't know each other just really well. Uh, not, not like our interests and beliefs and, you know, not like good friends. We knew knew each other from working together. And we had um come together for a dinner. There was a varied group and we were just having a good night, just having fun, sharing what's happening in each person's business and a little bit of family stuff, that kind of thing. And probably 30 minutes or so into the dinner, someone said, so what does everybody think about having our first woman president? And that was the first time that we knew at the table we had a varied group of political opinions. Things got heated after that. Things got tense for some. Some people literally got up and left the table. Um, Others were challenging one another verbally in ways that was uncomfortable, almost as if they were making accusations, thinking they knew what somebody believed without even asking them. You know, it was just one of those really awkward 
evenings, awkward and uncomfortable, and you just weren't sure what to do. I'm sitting there not sure what to do. I mean, I was in the middle of the table and just kind of watching what was going on, thinking, what in the world do I do here? You know, I don't want to just get up and walk away, but what can I say that's going to change the dynamics? So I'm just watching, and all of a sudden, I became really, really aware of something that, yes, I knew, I guess we all probably know this, but then, you know, there's those moments when we're just hyper aware. And this was one of those moments when I was hyper aware that these people at the table who were successful people, intelligent people, normally cordial people, had no clue what their behavior was doing to the other person, how their behavior was affecting the other person negatively. That wasn't even on the radar. There wasn't, did not seem to even be a thought of, oh, what I'm saying is really pushing them a bad direction. Like that did not even seem to register what seemed to be the driver, whether they were on the Clinton side or the Trump side, what the driver seemed to be was getting their words out so they could get their point across. And you know what I realized was the only thing happening was that they were getting their words out, period. Like that's what they were doing. There was no point being received by the other side. And when I say side, there was probably a lot more than the Clinton side and the Trump side. Now that I look back at it, there was um, this one group that was just having fun together that with that one comment divided the group into the Clinton people, the Trump people, the people who were so done with politics, they didn't want to talk about it. And the people who were so um, conflict averse, they just wanted to get out of there. Um, at least, at least four groups of people came out of this one fun United dinner. And it became a divided dinner that was anything but fun. So as I'm sitting there watching this and I'm I'm, I'm seeing their behavior and their words push the other people away that didn't agree with them. I realized that, that that's often what we do. We keep talking, thinking that the more we say, the more the person will understand. And something I say is going to shift everything for them and make the, make all the difference. When really um, what was happening and what I've noticed since then is what usually happens. The more we talk, the more we push the other person uh, away from our viewpoint and the more they dig their heels in to their own viewpoint. So I, I was just really having a lot of aha moments watching the dynamics going on at that table. and. All of a sudden, I just kind of sat back and I got quiet and I was, and I said a little prayer. I was like, God, 
do I say something? I don't know what to say. <clears throat> I guess that's a prayer. I mean, I was talking to God. Um, and these words fell into my head. Loud is not a language. And I'd never heard those words before put together in a sentence. You know, I'd never heard that. Loud is not a language. What does that mean? I had to think, what does that mean? What does that mean? And I realized that loud is a lot more than volume. Loud is an attitude. And that attitude shuts down different perspectives in many different ways. You know, it may shut people out. It may silence them, you know, with intimidation. It may shame them. Loud is an attitude that sometimes escalates into loud volume, but it's not always loud volume. That attitude can be loud through passive aggression. I just, that night, that experience at that dinner changed the trajectory of the next, how many years has that been now? Almost seven years? Yeah, seven going on. Yeah, a little over seven years now. Everything that I did from that point, I saw. I saw the loud in people's attitudes. I saw the loud in the way they re- reacted to one another or didn't react to one another. Um, and what I realized, I think the three things that really stood out to me that night that still really, really, really resonate is that, first of all, If we don't change anything, if we change nothing, nothing changes. Okay, that's that's one thing that I really, really became aware of that night. And that seems pretty obvious, but if put an emphasis on the word we, and if we change nothing, nothing changes. You know, I, I, I think back to that night and I think, Nobody was listening to anybody, but what if somebody had done something different than what everybody else was doing? Would it have changed the dynamics? Something needed to change, and really attitudes were what needed to change. <clears throat> but that was one thing that that I have become daily aware of. If we change nothing, nothing changes. If I change nothing, nothing changes. So many times what I want changed, it's up to me. Instead of looking out there at what needs to change in that other person or in that situation, if I would just look to myself with what needs to change in here, then then we could get some change going. So taking responsibility for making the change that we want to see happen. That's one of the lessons that I really was driven home that night. Yeah, and another one was if we um, if we want to be understood, we really need to listen to understand. 
that's really important. <clears throat> you know, everyone was voicing their opinions that night uh, in, in different ways, even in silence. People were voicing their opinions that night. And they all wanted to be understood. They all wanted the other people to understand them and where they were. But not one person, not one, stopped to say, you know what? I don't see it like you do. Could you help me understand why you feel that way? And that has become a question I ask often. Because when we genuinely, authentically, not manipulatively, ask other people and want to know, want to understand, how do you think that way? Why do you think that way? You know, when, when we're listening, to understand, not to respond with what we think, then I have not yet, and I started really practicing it at that time, but I have not yet had it, not yet had it not be reciprocal. Well, there's a double negative. So let's just say I've always had it be reciprocal. How about that? Um, since Since that time, since I became aware of it, and I've realized that when I'm in a conversation with somebody and I see it one way and they see it the other and the conversation's going sideways, if I can just pause and step back from my own opinion and my own convictions and shift what my focus is and let my focus be, can you help me understand why you feel this way? Even if we don't agree with each other at the end of the conversation, even if they share why they feel that way, and then they give me the uh, honor of sharing why I feel a different way, there's still many, many times nobody changes their opinion. But you know what changes is the relationship because there's honor shown toward one another. There's respect shown toward one another. And when that understanding is genuine. There is a trust bridge that we build with other people. That's a solid, solid bridge that can, um, it can withstand all of those differences. And so that was a valuable, valuable lesson that I learned that night. That is probably the most important that I practice the most, the last, last thing that I uh, really learned was that, well, I guess I kind of blended it with what I just told you, but the third thing really is that respect builds bridges. Like I just talked about the trust bridges, but disrespect builds walls. And, and just like I talked about how the, um, the group of one that we had started out with at dinner um, became at least four groups, you know, at least a, I don't care. I'm out of here. I'm for Clinton. I'm for Trump. At least those, you know, were represented at the table, maybe more. Uh, I guess I was another group that was kind of like, what's going on with everybody's behavior? 
So, um, <clears throat> when we listen to understand, we build those bridges of trust when it's authentic. And when we don't, we build walls that put barriers between us and others. So what's the point in having relationships with people we don't agree with? Oh my goodness, I have heard that question asked. It kind of blew me away. But I think a lot of people these days ask that question. It's like, why would I want to be friends with somebody who thinks so differently than me? Or, or forget the friendship. Why would I want to be in any kind of relationship? You know, friendly relationship with somebody who thinks so differently. And that right there, just us thinking that is a problem because it assumes that I'm right in all my ways and everybody else is wrong. There's a problem with that. So, yeah, my dinner story of 2016 changed the trajectory of the last seven years of my life. I wrote a book called Loud is Not a Language. I've done conflict coaching around the things that I have learned and put into practice in my own life. I've helped build bridges between people I love dearly that think very differently than me. And our relationship was challenged through some of those things. And so I'm grateful that there can be longevity in relationship with people that we don't agree with because that longevity gives us opportunity to go deeper with one another, to influence one another in positive ways, to become better people by appreciating the different perspectives. And so my roundtable talk <laughs> for today is all about listening to understand if we want to be understood, realizing that if we change nothing, nothing changes, and really being intentional about building bridges of trust through respect instead of building walls. Thanks for being with me today. Great to have you. Have a beautiful day and enjoy the journey.